Hello and welcome to the Mournival Podcast, a Horace Heresy podcast. Hello and welcome back. We are finally recording another episode after a year and a bit. I've only got Lyle with me today. As Hello Keith. Okay. You are, right, mate. I'm all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It has been a, a very long time. It is a bloody cold day today. Like, <laughs> like I was thinking back. We uh, one time I think we recorded in the hottest day of the year at your work. Yeah, right. Yeah, and that was a slog. Right. This like, <laughs> I just said to Keith before we started recording. We need to build a fucking log fire in his in his garage, mate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're we're in the in the garage, tucked out in the garage, not warm indoors. But it's nice to just be back recording some random bollocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What are we doing today, Keith? What's uh, what's the plan? Um, so I think we we was planning to talk about certain changes to the podcast. Certain people have become unavailable, and it's harder and harder for all of us to get together to record. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing: like, should we address the elephant in the room? It's been well, well nearly eighteen months. Yeah, hasn't it? Since we say the elephant in the room ain't actually in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Well, obviously, some time ago, um, it became more and more difficult for Ed to yeah. be involved. Um, uh, Mike is a dad now as well. Yeah, he has uh, other commitments. He's not been involved. Uh, I, you know, I, I needed a hobby break. It's been um, a really tumultuous couple of years. Mm. Uh, it has for everyone. Yeah. Um, but you know, there was there was a bereavement in my family that had a really big knock on effect. Um, I think I think it's worth me mentioning, like because big struggle I have is talking about this shit. I had some serious mental health struggles that yeah. I really needed to address. Uh, at the same time, I started a new job, brand new career, about nine months ago. That was a real big change for me, a lot more responsibility, and <laughs> like it's done me the world of good. Yeah, it really has. Um, but in amongst all of this, I just had to have a little fucking break from, yeah. from the hobby, you know. Didn't play, didn't pick up a paintbrush, didn't look at a rule book <laughs> in all of this time and just, like, let myself recharge, so... Yeah, sometimes you, you need that that kind of slate yeah. clean. Yeah, definitely. For me, I've been hobbying away still. I would have to admit, I did try and record a couple of podcasts on my own. Uh, that don't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet it does. <laughs> I, I, I kind of recorded and it just sounded like I was a complete pleb. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it's really hard just to talk to yourself about yeah, yeah. other stuff. I it's, think, you know, if it's like a visual thing, like if, if it's like, like yeah. a YouTube channel, like there's a lot of sort of law things. Uh, yeah. In a hobby, painting tutorials, stuff like that. That kind of works. But when it's just like the equivalent of radio and it's yeah. just you yeah it's, yeah it's that's tricky it, it become a little bit hard to have no one to talk to if that makes sense yeah yeah, yeah um so yeah been been busy with that went to a couple of events uh last year yeah last year um <laughs> this is this is another thing i like i don't I don't know if you felt, I was reading a thing about the psychology of this, like time has become meaningless because of the pandemic. Right? Yeah. Like the usual way that we break up our lives around events, social yeah. events, going to work, 
like obviously everyone's experience of this has been different but like yeah. the basic way that the human mind breaks up time ceased to mean anything so yeah. it's really hard to be like oh, i was doing this then and that yeah back in like may or you know yeah yeah really uh, fucking weird yeah the only one that i really remember is like company of legends because that was around my birthday right right i think i think i like I, it was the weekend before my birthday so when i came back on the monday i ended up having like going out and everything like that uh with kel for my birthday Gotcha. So that's it. The other one I can't remember when that was. Where was it? What, what? Uh, it was the London GT. Okay. Um, which is kind of weird because that that's literally down the road to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And la- last year was the first time I went. I think it's been like going three years. Yeah. Um, it's been three years. Yeah, yeah. So this is it. I I remember them starting Heresy at the GT, yeah. but no idea that it was going yeah. on or. Even that you went, I don't think I knew that you went. Yeah, I took my poorly painted Imperial Fists. Right, yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. They they went to the last two events, um, Company of Legends and the London GT, Mm -hmm. and they are technically my best event army. Oh, yeah, you told me a couple (laughs) of weeks ago, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so... um, (laughs) Which was interesting, because, like, we did a while back now, obviously, the, the rundown of... The most successful legions at events yeah. and stuff. Imperial fists were quite low down. Quite low down on the. May, uh, maybe even the lowest. I think they were the lowest loyalists. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but we reckon that's a lot to do with play style of the army. And, yeah. Uh, like in terms of why they were successful for you, like you were kind yeah. of playing to their strengths, which. I think you do that with your Sons of Horus, but you've yeah. never done it with your wolves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never done it with wolves. Um, but yeah, it was just, it, it was interesting. It's, it was like seventy five infantry on the table, um, no tanks, which everyone was amazed with. Yeah, I still think that kind of breaks the meta a bit. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, but it also because most of them are breaches, they are slow as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's the only issue. You just kind of play a gun line, right? Yeah. Like, but you're going to struggle with some missions because you want that. Mobility yeah. to get around, obviously, but yeah. Um, I think one one of the missions at Company Legends, we worked it out. Uh, for me to get where the objective was was longer than the game actually lasted. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. and I think that was like moving and running every turn. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, um, been painting a lot of Sons of Horus. Been painting a lot in general. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, and dealing with probably the main topic. Uh, at Istvan Free Campaign. You use the word hour there, <laughs> Keith, but largely what this is about, as well as, you know, recording about it and getting the word out of it, is for you to tell me what the fuck you've been up to. Because <laughs> <laughs> it turns out a lot, right? Yeah. Um, so I've just been sharing Lyle, the, the player pack. It's like 30 pages long. We should, we, should, we should start from the beginning, right? This is something yeah. that... Like, so I knew about this event because this is something you were planning and originally scheduled in the pre-pandemic world, right? And then yeah, things so, got postponed. They um, got... So this... I, I've been planning to do events from basically the books for ages. Uh, the first one we was looking to do, which ended up being just as a pandemic kit, was I wanted to do Prospero. Of course it was, yeah, yeah, yeah it was going yeah. to Prospero. Yeah. That that was the first one that uh, I wanted to do, and then during lockdown, uh, Miles and his mates at 
I'm not going to try and pronounce the uh, the gaming club, but the gaming club in Wales. Is it a Welsh name, right? Yeah. <laughs> How many L's does it have? It, 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 I don't think it has that many. Or is it... It's just like CW. Yeah, something. CW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, right. it's just foreign. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is in a way that like yeah. other languages, because like, this is another thing I'm a bit geeky about, is like language structure. Like, you can sometimes get your head around French or German or whatever. We yeah. have no connection to yeah. Celtic languages, so it's so weird <laughs> to try and pronounce it. Um, but yeah, they're going group kicked off the hashtag return to Istvan. Um, their thing was to do a 1500 point centurion list over over lockdown and the arrangement was uh, I think it was 2020 December 2020 they were all gonna meet up at Warhammer World and have a big game off yeah, and everything like that yeah, yeah. Um, it turns out that we were still like Restrictions are still in place, even I think lockdowns in certain parts. Well, we went December 2020, yeah. we went back into and there were various yeah. things going on, weren't there? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, um, so nothing kind of kicked off. But what, um, because I had issues at the start of the year when this whole thing kicked off, um, I wasn't really in the mood to to start, start it. Um, so I was very late to the party and I was like, well. Maybe how about if I organise an event for it? And talking to Miles and very other people, they, they was like, yeah, go for it. Um, I was looking about where to hold it, um, which ended up, being, <laughs> ended up being held in Wales because this is very a, a niche event. Um, there's only four legions in it. I'm in, I've allowed Mechanicum, Solar Ox, and Militia, but it is still just four legions. Mm -hmm. um, so ticket-wise, I was expecting, like probably to sell about twenty to the pe fifteen to twenty to the people in Cardiff or people in Wales, the the main guys that started this off, mm -hmm. and then bring about ten guys from from me. So I'm planning like between twenty-four and thirty people. Uh, <laughs> I put it up for sale. And I put it up for a sale just before I went to. I put it up for. I put it up for like pre sale on the Return to Istvan site and the uh, the Mournable Podcast yeah. group page. I thought I'd do that on the Saturday and then put it mainly on sale uh, on on the Monday. Mm -hmm. um, I put it on up there. Everyone shared it everywhere, literally everywhere. Um, and within, I think, eight hours of it going up, we were on 51 gamers. <laughs> um, I mean, this is a, this is a uh, exceptionally big by heresy standards, right? Like, I, I like it, to think so. I, think like, I, don't think, I don't know that I've gone to an event with 50, which is not... I don't go to, like, loads and loads yeah. of events, but that seems higher than average to me. Yeah, I feel like... Bit of a responsibility. Yeah, I think, like, probably the London GT is probably bigger. Right. Um, company, I'm not... I think Company Legends is only about 30, 36 people. Sure. Um, but it is definitely the biggest one that I've organised. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like I said, I want it, I, I set it up so it would be ready in February 2022, because 
in theory, that was when everything would have been locked, like, where it should be out of lockdown and everything like that. I set it for a very specific date that is very personal to me. So it was at the beginning of February the 5th and 6th. Mm -hmm. um, and the whole thing for it was to raise money for Diabetes UK and the hospice that looked after my mum. Mm -hmm. uh, that was the whole point. Um, I didn't expect people to jump on as much as they did. It's a great thing about the community, mate. Yeah. Like, for yeah. sure. Because yeah. Um, yeah. I wanted to do something to, to fundraise for them, them charities. Like, uh, my mum passed away because of diabetes. I have diabetes. Ad has diabetes. Mm -hmm. um, and I know there's quite a few people within the community that suffer with diabetes. And it's one of them illnesses that you kind of take for granted that is there. You know? yeah, it's, it's one of those, like, they call it like the invisible yeah. diseases, right? Like, yeah. 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 Um, and there's a, lot, there's a lot of like bullshit misconceptions around it like I um I really good mate of mine growing up and he was a flatmate of mine for about 18 months um like he would get shit from people like oh you know you, you must have diabetes because you ate shit and you know yeah. it, there's a lot of, like bullshit around it but yeah I mean like my like my mum she had diabetes and she didn't really eat crap mm. you know but I did you know <laughs> I fully expected it i to be honest, I expected it a lot sooner than what I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, for me, I'm a compulsive workaholic. Mm -hmm. um, so I would quite easily drink four to five Red Bulls a, a day. I know you are, because I've seen your fucking campaign notes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I would, just to keep going. So yeah, like when I had my, my own business, I would start work at like three o'clock in the morning and finish about 11 o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. Um, so it was just caffeine keep me going, caffeine and sugar. So yeah, I'm quite surprised that it didn't hit me until like mid thirties. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but thought we had a, I run this brilliant idea, which I've gone very over the top with. Like I said, I've, my the campaign book is thirty pages long. I don't know if it's over the top. Like it, it's worth breaking some of this down. Um, Hold on a sec, because something in the back of my head is telling me that you mentioned the dates because the dates then changed, Yes, right? the dates have now changed uh, to, let me remember. I remember it's bank holiday, it's May bank holiday. So it is now uh, the 30th and the, the 30th of April, 1st of May. And because the, the change of dates, there is now some tickets available. Might as well try and plug it as well. <laughs> they're, they're, they're 40 quid each and it's paid by PayPal you know <laughs> all that bullshit yeah, yeah. it does include lunch on both days yeah both days I'm sure I booked it for both days <laughs> you should check this <laughs> hey, it's one of the many emails that I've, ha I've had through this event but yeah I with this event it's something that we were saying I've been planning to do these book missions for absolutely years you love the campaign stuff in these yeah. books don't you yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if, i think it offends you that i only read the law and like the new rules well, this, this is it it's pe people like um i feel these books they're they're such um brilliant books people can take whatever they like yeah from them yeah definitely a lot of people the first thing they do is like, go at the back and look at like the new primark how good is he or some people start reading through the law bits um, me, I, I like the campaigns and see how the new missions and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and how I can integrate them within other forms of gaming. It's, yeah. it's kind of the bit that I enjoy. I never really got a chance to play campaigns as growing up. Um, mm. Most of my gaming groups have always been very competitive. I never really have been the most competitive pe- person going, but they're the type of games that they they like, tournament games, so yeah. that's yeah. what I end up playing most of the time. Yeah, I mean, when I met you, you were like, yeah. I would have said quite a competitive player. As you say, that might not be your preference, and it may not be your sort of nature as a gamer, but you're kind of forced to, you kind yeah. of have to bend to the group that you have, right, that, that's at, it. at a given time. It's one of them, you either, they either bend to you, or you bend to them, yeah. um, otherwise you end up not doing any of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah So. Yes, when like these books came out and this the campaign is the big part. It's like I I wanted to do wanted to do this and um, it's actually kind of fell at a good time because book one was released ten years ago. Is it ten years? Ten years. Okay, that is cool. Um, so, random side, did you ever do the badder campaign? Uh, I tried. I feel like there's a little bit of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, that's one of the reasons why I started my Helen Griffins. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Oh, lovely looking army, by the way. I know you don't have them anymore, but yeah, it's a great army. Uh, I think that's the first thing I ever saw you play with, actually. It may have been Wolves, it may have been. It may have been Wolves, but I yeah, I think, I think uh, my Helen Griffins were a big part of the my Overlords experience. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, yeah, uh, I would never recommend. I w- I, not that I would never recommend people to paint Helen Griffins. I would never recommend them how I painted them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I was just one of them that was glutton for punishment, you know? Yeah. Red and yellow quarters, and then all my guns was going to be white and all that shit. It's like, yeah, no, <laughs> never again. Not going to do that again. Something I will say about, actually, on this thing, like, I remember giving the bad ab campaign ago at the overlords mm. and i think we got about two weeks in one of the great things um about well, a weekend heresy event or whatever kind of yeah. event but i feel like it's more likely a heresy weekend event yeah you can get this campaign done yes with like a focused weekend of gaming right we always found the problem with trying to do a campaign is keeping people going yeah, through X number of weeks to yeah. to always have the weekend to show up and play, or they might want to try a different list, or they might want to, you know, like yeah. if you, if your hobby time is limited, especially like you might only be able to get down a club once a month or once a fortnight, yeah. like, you kind of fall out of these things. But by putting on an event, like yeah, you're you're getting it done. Like this is, I think <laughs> this is the way to run a campaign, probably. Yeah, I mean that I, I kind of have to agree with that. Um, the one thing that has made me nervous is for the re- reason that you said burnout. People get all excited for the event and then slowly dwindle, dwindle off. I mean, technically, this whole event thing has nearly been running two years. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, and I can't believe how much people are still motivated by it. Mm. Um, admittedly, some of like the original have kind of dropped out and we've got some newbies, which has kept it nice and fresh. Yeah, but yeah, trying to keep that dude coming from Canada, right? Yeah, the original thing. Yeah. Like again, um, pre-pandemic world, obviously. Yeah, but. there was. Uh, I think we had a, an American. We had a. I think someone coming from Germany coming over, saying like that. We we had people traveling the. Traveling the that's world. That's really that's that's impressive. That yeah, 
four twats from Essex could yeah. you know, like, get that kind of interest. Yeah, yeah that, that's it. And um, yeah, for, like I said, quite a, a niche campaign as well. I feel yeah. that that, yeah, I was, I was just overwhelmed by the response that I got. Not only in the, the time frame, but just in general, it was, yeah. uh, uh, like you said, four twats from Essex that records a podcast every now and then, you know, <laughs> um, putting something like this off. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, well, let's talk about the campaign a bit then. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the armies, talk about the missions, maybe. Yeah, um, um, missions, special characters. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, I've put a restriction on the special characters. Um so yeah this is all Instagram free and I have been I have been ruthless and actually turned people away where they've asked if they could come but bring a different army to the one that's on the list mm -hmm. I'm like sorry I will be doing campaigns for your army at some point yeah but this one is solely for the Sons of Horus Emperor's Children World Eaters Death Guard I've got Mechanicum uh, militia and solar ox as well and yeah we, we've got like two or three militia gamers a couple of solar ox we've got a fair few mechanicum i think it's like four or five okay um but yeah other than that it is literally all legions and a decent spread of the four fair, fairly decent it's actually the loyalists that are very um very compact into one legion who's it gonna be emperor's children it is Empress Children, which <laughs> I, I can understand. Um, like this whole thing kicked off because of Salt Arbits coming out. That tells you roughly how long ago this was. Like, it doesn't tell me, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. This... I'll refer you to my comments about <laughs> hobby break and time meaning nothing. <laughs> but yeah, we've got a fair few. Um, I think it's like Empress Children and Sons of Horus. Uh, I think Sons of Horus is the more popular traitor one. Mm -hmm. For a long time, we literally only had one World Eater player. Okay. Um, they were very stable. So they, were, they weren't being taken up? No, but um, talking to other people, I think it's because World Eaters were one of the first armies that people would do. I was just thinking, is, is that a case of like, this return to Istvan thing, the whole idea behind the concept was to start a new army yeah do this project for the meetup and that kind of thing i feel like a lot of people who want to do a world eaters army have done one yes so that's probably it yeah, yeah. That, that's the way that i see it and generally people yeah people who do world eater armies they're a breed of their own they're very much similar like to orcs and things like that they're, <laughs> they're that type of game really, so, that, so yeah if you was going to do a world eater army you would have already done it mm -hmm. so um but yeah, hi. So what is there, like, interestingly on this, I, I suspect you're going to say no, but mm. I, I reckon a lot of people would have bought into this already because yep. of the hashtag Return to Eastbound thing. Yeah. Is there a requirement that people do a new army for this event? No, if you've got an army, um, yeah, it's fine. Um, it's just as long as it's one of the, the four. Yeah. Um, I think we, we've got a few people that already have armies for that. They're just painting up um, new units for their stuff, yeah. Um, which is quite interesting. They've already got the bulk of their army, so it's they're, they're taking their time on like single units. Um, 
because like this campaign is probably something that I've been looking at doing for well the book's been released for 10 years I don't think I started heresy when it first kicked off but it's got to be between eight and nine years so, yeah we were pretty we were in fairly early weren't we yeah with this yeah yeah maybe book two yeah yeah probably about book two yeah um yeah because what book was his word bearers in yeah two so yeah so yeah it would have been two so yeah we we was in it quite early um, so I've been planning. <laughs> You've been like slowly plan your master plan to do Isvan three. Yeah. Since then, yeah. Since then, yeah. Um, it's just trying to find uh, the people to do it because most people that I know, if they are one of these four legions, they are generally traitor, and their armies very look traitor. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. This campaign's in an odd spot. You almost need that that impetus that yeah the guys down in Wales gave it with the project to do yeah. a new army because as you say like it, it's an important chapter in the story of the heresy but these are four traitor legions yeah. right there are very few you know you always yeah. get characters in, in units and things cropping up in stories but they're supposed to be by design yeah. very few of these like legionaries that stay loyal right because yeah. they all fucking die <laughs> in this campaign yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah we with that in mind, I thought I'd expand on it, which I have done over years, and I think, what's that? Uh, Keeps counting tape on his laptop. Uh, so, yeah, there's... Uh, I've managed to do, like, 28 characters. <laughs> really? I knew... Which I was going to so, ask you about the characters next, actually, but I didn't realise you'd done 28. Yeah, I mean, some, some of them are from the... Book one, which I've just updated certain rules. Ah, okay, okay. Um, but yeah, I there's 28 characters that you can choose from. So yeah, I put uh, Demetar in there for the Empress Children. Uh, I've done a Lucius one, uh, Verosian, uh, Caesaron for the Empress Children. Some some of the world eaters, I can't even remember where I put their <laughs> names from. Um, there's there's already two or three kicking around the world eaters. Yeah, the, so there's uh, Chevron Dar, yeah, Khan. I think they're the only two that are actually. Might be one more, but um, yeah, yeah, don't worry. But yeah, uh, I ended up doing it. So there, there was characters for everyone. Yeah, so um, you got you got Tarek in there, right? I've done a Tarek. I've done Yakton Cruz because he's one of my favourite characters. Uh, done Kaiba. Uh, You've done pre. Knights Errant Garrow. Pre Knights Errant Garrow. Which uh, we talked about this before when I saw that. I was like, he's in space, mate. But like, <laughs> yeah. Um, you, you, you bent the rules a little bit, but just to yeah. give people uh, the option of these that, more interesting characters that that's we all, the thing. Like, was, know from the novels. And, yeah. so, some of these characters people have wanted to play and not really found the reason. Like, uh, we know our mate Curtis. Yeah. I believe he painted up a Garrow in Death Guard colours. Death Guard Garrow, yeah. he, he's, he's never really going to use him. Yeah. yeah. He, he's got a reason to do it. Yeah. Um, it's also, I've I done, uh, what's his name? Vardas Prowl. So the militia. Yeah, this is someone I really wanted to, to I, see. Um, 
Is that for a militia army? For a, a militia, militia character. Army. The problem is characters in a militia army, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, that that's the that's the issue. But I really wanted to. I I feel a little bit sorry for the militia for having no real characters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was like, this might mean that we get something different. Yeah. Turns out we didn't. <laughs> um, yeah, I've done Lucius, which he can be either chosen for the loyalist or traitor, which everyone got really excited about. But yeah, I've, I've went into full work mode for for characters. Is it? And I, I'm guessing there's there's quite a range of um, the strength of these different characters, right? Like I I would kind of anticipate. Some being, yeah. you think, oh yeah, I really want a bit of that, and then others. Yeah, I mean, uh, I've tried to kind of uh, keep them within the, the book one theme, if mm. that makes sense, because I feel characters got better as... I oh, definitely did, yeah. Uh, yeah. As they went on. Um, one of the key changes that I did do, I did give Logan a two-up armour save. Right. Um, and I gave uh, Abaddon a special sword. Um, what do you have in the old one? Just uh, like a just, mastercrafted power sword or something. He had a mastercrafted power fist and a power sword. Okay. Um, okay. So basically, he still has a power sword. Um, I've called it something else, uh, but I've made it a specialist weapon, so he gets an extra attack. Okay. Um, but other than that, I've kind of kept some very. It's, it's really quaint when you look back at these old characters. They hadn't anticipated a world where. Every army is led by a praetor with a power with a mastercrafted power blade. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I've kind of the one thing that I did notice between like the first three books is generally you either had a three up armor save, four up in run, right, or a two up armor save, five up in five run. Up in um, so I've kind of kept away, kept along with that balance. Um, I've tried not to give anyone too crazier. Weapons like I think they go down to to cruise. Something that I, something I think that's really exciting actually thinking about is not just the the opportunity rules wise to use these characters, but I can't wait to see what people bring to the table with that, them. Right, and you've had quite a big take up for these characters, haven't you? I know yeah. there's probably some that haven't had any interest, like we talked yeah. about Prowl, right? And yeah, I think there are. There, there's a there's a few that um, that haven't been taken, um, which I'm a little bit disappointed with. But the ones that I've seen where they have taken them, I'm really excited. Like the the Lucius models that are gonna be coming out. Are, I mean, I'm just the the standard of painting for this whole event and conversion work and the effort people have put in to these armies is it, just amazing. Um, there's me. I'm I'm rushing through to get like a a standby army done, in, which would have been within like a few weeks. But now I've got a couple of months now. It's been a bit of breathing space again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, Jackson Cruz. He's got power armor, iron halo, and a power sword. He gets bolt gun, and I feel that's kind of very simple because that's yeah. I feel how he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, a lot of these early characters absolutely were like this and then yeah. they have like a unique warlord trait or one yeah. or two might have like a unique psychic power or whatever it was yeah, yeah. um so yeah i've i've gave cruiser 
his warlord trait and it gives him fearless and it will not die. Yeah. So I think that's quite 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 good. Quite quaint. Quite quaint. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Um who else have I I've done that I've done Kyber and um that one's quite interesting because you I've done it so you can give him like any power weapon or any combi weapon. Yeah. Um, so you get to choose and then I feel there's people that's done a Kyber conversion and then GW release a model with a power mace and a combi melter. Right. So literally that could have been him, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, and yeah, he, he allows one unit to the deep strike. Same as sort right. of like... Uh, you got like an Abaddon vibe. To yeah. It. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's he's not quite as good as Baden, but because well, what he's only captain of the first company, not the first captain. So sure. Um, yeah, so there, there's a range of mix. I've done Horace Axman. Um, oh, I didn't realize you did. I didn't realize you did. I, I knew Tarek because someone is bringing Tarek. Right? Yeah, yeah. We had yeah. a quick look for his spreadsheet, but I don't think I saw Little Horace's name on there. No, Little Horace isn't on there. But I've done a rules for Little Horace. Um, yeah, I've, I've just tried to, while doing this campaign, I've listened to um, Galaxy and Flames, is it? The last one? Third one? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I must have listened to that like 400 times while trying to write this. <laughs> trying to find out every like... Get yourself in the, in the mood for it. Yeah, it's more trying to find out like every little character that is even yeah. like minor mention. I'm kind of annoyed of one character that I missed because I'm actually, I was planning to have him in my little loyalist sons of Horace and that was Vadden the the apothecary bloke that Lucius kills okay like literally the first loyalist that he kills is this Vadden bloke yeah 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 um I don't know how I would have done him because he's just a normal apothecary, apothecary. yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing special about him other than that he finds a bit of a bullet that was shot from from one of their own. You have, you have to uh, draw the line somewhere. Yeah. 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 I get it. The amount of characters that I could have added in um, would have been ridiculous. And yeah, it was fun to do. Um, I've never really seen myself as that type of writer writing yeah, rules yeah, yeah. For, for them. So it was very interesting. New challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, then we go on to like the actual missions and stuff like that okay is it worth taking a little break here let's have a little break missions yeah. um there was something else i wanted to ask you but i'll work that out while we have a break as well cool. yeah
yeah, um, so we're going to talk about the the actual meat of the actual campaign um, involving like how I've decided to, to score it because I am literally ripping off book one. Um, well, that's what it's there for. Yeah, uh, I've made some slight tweaks mainly because of how old the book is now um, and also because it's um, because of the way the event is an event um, there's certain missions where you get free fortifications and stuff like that I don't expect people to start bringing in free fortifications Extra fortifications and yeah. so I've done it so you get um, better cover saves when you're in, in certain covers and things like that there's like a little tweak around yeah. these yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so one of the key things that I've I've kind of done um, there's a choice of three missions per round um, one of the other issues that I had was that there's only four phases in the book and most people over a weekend want to play five games so that's what for I, this scale of, yeah. of uh, you know uh, army army slayers army slayers yeah. that, that's kind of what I would expect so that's kind of what I've I've done um, I see. The, the alternative would be like three on one day and then finding some way to combine yeah. armies for like a big event yeah. thing as like the closer, right? But yeah. five phases seems a more five phases, that's, appropriate way. That's generally when you go to an event, that's what you expect. So that that's kind of what I've offered. Um, I have done it so that you still get two and a half hours per round, even though it's only 1,500 points. But the whole point of this mission, this campaign is not I don't want people to feel chased um, I want it to be nice relaxed I want people to tell more the story of the event um, more than yeah I, I won three games and lost two I, sure. I want people to talk about the, the come away event. with a story yeah. from it yeah, yeah. Um, it's the sticks with you yeah. yeah I mean I, I always feel like with, with these books you know how the story ends it's the journey that gets there that that's the bit that I want to make yeah, sure. I want to yeah. put the emphasis on that. Um, so yeah, we've got five games over the weekend. Um, each round, the winning side of that event, or winning side of that phase, gets bonuses and you get, like when you win, you get the bonus. Um, and you'll get like cumulative bonuses yeah, that the, your that your whole side, not individual players, yeah, get but, over the course of the Yeah, if you if the traitors win that round, they will get a bonus. If they win the next round, they have that bonus plus the other. Um, and they will stack up. Um, but it isn't until you get to the last round, whoever wins that wins the campaign. So talk to me about this choice. Like why um, go down that route that the the last game is the decider I've been to many events and literally on the first day the traitors have won all three, three rounds the second day you haven't got anything to play for in, in theory you are there to yeah you are there still to play games and you will still put the effort in to win but you know you're not going to win the campaign. as an individual player you're, yeah. you, you're attempting to win the, the yeah. game that you're you're you know, yeah. that you're in at that moment. But there's no tension around no. the story, the the outcome. No, that, that that's the thing. It's, the outcome's already decided. Well, mm. with this campaign, even before we've ended this campaign, we know the end result. Yeah, <laughs> <You know? laughs> right, right. So it is about the story of that 
that little battle. So why not wait until the end to find out who actually gets it? Yeah. And yeah. that's that's how I've kind of worked it. Um, I couldn't do it so that literally none of the other rounds counted. You had to get you have to get something for winning. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the little bonuses, which is kind of what they recommend in the book, to go for. Um, Did you? Um, I think you already addressed this because isn't the fortification is that one of the bonuses? Yeah. yeah. So I was going to say, did you tweak any of the bonuses? And yeah. Yeah, you did the, address this. Yeah. Uh, the fortifications. There's a couple that include um, certain false orgs. Um, I've had to kind of change them because even so, with this campaign, I'm not asking for army lists. Um, all what I've asked for is characters that you wish to take. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so that I don't put Lucia, Lucius up against Lucius, you know, that type of thing. Um, so I've just asked them to to say what character they want. I have, I've done it so it's a free-for-all, not that you have to bid for the characters. That is mainly my fault. Um, <laughs> because that's quite common now, isn't it? That yeah. If, the, if you want to take characters, you... You've got to get in there, yeah. um, stake a claim, and, and then that character is locked out from yeah. the players. Yeah. Um, which I'm not a big fan of, because normally the characters that I want everyone else wants to take. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, yeah. That's generally why, when it's them events, I tend to take the wolves, because I run no characters, no name characters yeah, for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but with this, I only expected to sell like 20 tickets. <laughs> so... What would have been interesting in retrospect is you, you got these 26 different characters and if you had have locked out people, it would have forced people to take some of those other characters that, if they really wanted a named character in there. That's kind of the thing that I wish I kind of done is so that it did open up the other characters. Yeah. But I, from the point of view of like a narrative thing, I don't mind it across... A weekend event, like you yeah. say, you obviously you you put in the work to make sure that no two characters are on opposing sides because yeah. Lucius can do this. And yeah, are there any others? That uh, Lucius is the only one that can go both, both sides. Um, but what? But I, fr- from that narrative point of view, I don't yeah. mind the idea that there are all kinds of because the, the actual Isfan three it goes on for like months yeah. I think while they're digging yeah. them out of the coral city and stuff so yeah. there's going to be all kinds of little skirmishes little set piece battles yeah, characters are going to move around you know that's it units of broken de- like they're all ad hoc units at this point aren't they so, so yeah the way, the way that I see it in my head is each one of these games is a different day yeah they're not all happening at the same time it is just different days of the event and when you when you work it out over you're, you're it's basically two months that you'll be playing in theory cool okay you know that, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. roughly kind of yeah if you work it out as each game's it's, it's like a two month um, campaign campaign yeah 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 so it works out better that way um and yeah the the missions we've got um we have the legendary which most of them are out the the main book Fighting on the table, I'm fighting on the book. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, you can. There's uh, the the best way I described it is there's a legendary, there's a suggested, and then there's a whatever the fuck you want to play. Mm-hmm. Um, 
each one has different point scores. Obviously, if you do the legendary, it's more points. If you do um, the suggested one, that's slightly less than the legendary. Um, and then whatever fuck you want is just basically a, a one-zero system. Okay. Um, well, the suggested ones are core missions, aren't they? They're yeah. like Shatter Strike or Blood Feud yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But they just they suggest one that fits this particular yeah. phase. The legendary missions are the big narrative moments that we'll all recognise from the Black Books, from yeah. the, the, the novel series. That yeah, kind of stuff. The, the ones that have caused me the most problems to sort out. <laughs> yeah. Now, why have they caused the most problems? Um, so, one of them... Is, we... it, is it to do with the, the actual rules themselves, or is it about requisitioning models that you need? It's a mixture of the two. <laughs> right. <laughs> so... This is only a 1,500 point centurion. If we, if we start off with my issues with the, the first mission, which is come off the Red Angel. Yeah. Everyone wants to see Angron landing. Yeah. So that mission has to be in there. Lucky enough, it, this is going to sound really weird, lucky enough, I had a spare Angron. Just just sitting in my bits box, as you, as you do. Know. As you do. Um, which has required me to paint him, so which is a bonus for me, because now I have nearly... A fully painted Angron, mm-hmm. um, but how do you work Angron in a fifteen hundred point Centurion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's a Primarch. He's a beast in close combat, and as there's no vehicles, you can't slow him up with a Leviathan or anything like that. He is literally going to go for it. Um, so what I've decided to do with this and all legendary missions, I, I've made him a doubles game. Um, so now. I've got 3,000 points to play with, so it isn't so hard to deal with. Yeah. Um, also, the one thing that I've done is I've restricted Angron to not be able to be put in a unit. Ah, uh, okay. Um, I, that's quite an elegant solution, actually. What I have done, I've gave him the same rule as what Lehman Russ has got, where he can look out Surtees' walls as long as they're within six. And he can just do that with... Any Marines on, yeah. on his side. Yeah, so if you want to look out Sir, you can look out Sir on to, to cool. just a normal Marine as long as they're within six. Yeah, yeah. But he cannot technically join that unit. Unit. Okay. Um, that way you can surround, like potentially a tactical squad can take him down. Yeah. So that's... It, um, I don't know if this is going to be controversial to say, it sounds a little bit like 40k at the moment, <laughs> right? Like he's... Yeah, as a character, he's out there on his own, but yeah. he sort of has protection if you keep units around him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I thought that was the. Yeah, it is very forty k, but I do think it's the most elegant way to make it work. In yeah, yeah, because you're still adding a primark to yeah. it. I know what you said about making it doubles, so he doesn't just tear through a whole army in two rounds of combat. Yeah, but it does like. The World Eaters players who get Angron, they still have a 3k yeah. army on the table as well, yeah. right? Like So now they're, they're like, it's a three and a half thousand points against 3,000 points. Yeah. Um, the good thing about the legendary missions is the, these things are taken into account yeah. when the victory conditions are so, decided, right? Yeah. Um, basically, the, the whole rule for um, Come with the Red Angel is you get point score for every. Um, every wound you cause on Angron. And then, if you kill him outright, 
you, you win the game. That's yeah. all what you have to do is yeah, just yeah, kill yeah. him outright. Um, so it's that's kind of a good way that it is down to the loyalists to win more than the traitors to lose. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I think it should be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think. I, I, that 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 was one that caused me issues. Um, the the phase two where it's a uh, Istvan free burns. Uh, that one hasn't caused me issues. It's causing me a little bit of stress because I'm relying on someone else. Okay. Um, because one of the missions is I don't know if we've ever played it. It's the fire marker ones. I do remember. Yeah, yeah, I do yeah. remember this. Um, I played that mission with. Or I, I play-tested that mission to make sure that it, it worked. Mm-hmm. I had such a fun time. It was like, I cannot not put that in. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Mike has 250 fire markers to make. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, how does this mission even work? I, uh, so I you, remember the concept of the fire markers, but you're... Yeah, so basically each, each round you get to place down a fire marker. Yeah. Um, from like turn two onwards, I think it is, um, and then they just scatter like two d six around, and basically it's like a three inch um, radius from that fire yeah, marker. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so originally, what I was thinking is like maybe I should just cut out some like fire paper in that size. Yeah. Do you remember like you remember like second yeah. edition blast templates? Yeah, like, pre- yeah. Pretty much <laughs> like like that. So that that was my my idea of. A quick way of doing it um and then i was like no the the whole reason for this is the immersion of it that's yeah, yeah. for something like this where people have spent like nearly two years building an army they've gone whole hog of creating this narrative for their army i i want the the flames to, yeah. to be there yeah, yeah. um okay. and that's not my real forte so I gave that job to Mike. Oh, he does love a, a bit of scenery, doesn't he? He does. He's, I was, I was he's, like, he's very much the scenery hound of yeah. the group. Well, that, that's so. I, I did do some research before beforehand, saying like, right, this is what I found. I found these for the bases. This for, I think this is how much it's going to cost. Mm. And literally ten minutes later, he's like, I can half that price. I'm like, where he's got. Go from this website, this website. I'm like, that's why I'm asking you, Mike, to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. Um, so yeah, there, there's that one. That's so that's phase two. That's is that yeah. Yeah, that's, that's phase, phase two. two. The whole firestorm thing. Yeah. And... Uh, phase three is probably my most expensive outlay um, because it is the Messenger of Truth mission. Um, so yeah, I've wanted a reason to buy a Thunderhawk. Yeah, you've been talking about this for. Again, years, yeah. right? right. I, I've never had a reason <laughs> it's to... It's all years by now, because I haven't seen you in eight months, but... Well, I saw you two weeks ago, but yeah. I that, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the, I've always wanted a reason to have a Thunderhawk. I never really see a, a time to actually use it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this, I saw... I should as... mention, as an aside, that Keith has wrote a filthy list with a Thunderhawk in it. But <laughs> it's like, ah... Oh, we doing on Friday? Do you want to come round for a nice friendly game? I've got a three K list. Oh, yeah, it's not, it's not friendly at all. It's a bastard. Uh, Sorry, that aside. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think it's very pleasant. 
Um, yeah, so after years, I brought myself the Thunderhawk. Um, the initial idea for this was I was going to run two doubles games because a friend of mine had a Thunderhawk that he's like, oh, we'd paint it up together. Mm-hmm. He ended up breaking his Thunderhawk. And then I was going to do a... Ouch. <laughs> he ended up... Um, then I was going to paint up my Storm Eagle so we could run that mission three times. Yeah. So I went out and sourced nine navigators that uh, no longer exist. So yeah, that was a lot yeah, of hard work. Um, oh, we should point out, this is the mission where the loyalists have to get one of their three human... Yeah. They're like navigators or iterators or whatever. Yeah. Um, onto an aircraft and off the planet. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I was going to have two Thunderhawks and they were going to be the doubles games and then a Storm Eagle for a single game. So I managed to get nine uh, nine of these Navigator models with the big post and the funny circle thing at the top, like in three eyes and everything. Uh-huh. Um, and, yeah, someone broke one of their Thunderhawks. Um, I can't find bits to rebuild my Storm Eagle. Uh, so yeah, I have these random six navigators that I'm gonna have no other use for, <laughs> and probably never get my money back for oh, them. Oh, but if this campaign works well, maybe in a few years I'll go around the circuit again and do it all over again. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's gonna be a Thunderhawk and three navigators that I painted um, for that mission. Um, I'm really looking forward to these. Um, the next round, I've had to play with, because in book one, there's only three, three missions, uh, four missions. Sorry. So this would be the, round four would be the, the, the yeah. end, right? Yeah. So yeah, in three, round four should be the end, um, but I've had to squeeze a, an extra mission in, um, and I've called it Brothers No More, and I have ended up stealing two missions from book seven. Um, the Apex Predator mission because I one of the main things that I want to see is the things like the Abad and Loken fight um, the Subtarbits and Lucius fight yeah there's no place for these in the no I'm, I'm surprised yeah yeah you're gonna talk about I don't want to jump in and spoil the surprise about how you ended up allowing these these battles to take place but they're not actually in the campaign no, are they no they, and these are some of the most iconic scenes of at least yeah. the black library telling of istran 3 yeah it's um uh, it's those fights yeah i know cute. there was a bit of a cop out with you know what happens with loken at the end of that but yeah that that's the most it's the culmination of the of the story of the original yeah. Mournabout, right yeah but, yeah it's this whole battle uh, of the two people like Brothers against brothers, yeah. you know. It's yeah. so. So, I've decided to put that round in, and I've also done it so that um, you can call out opponents. So, if you want to play your mate, and you, you can call him out and challenge him to this this duel. Yeah, where you're in the centre of the table, twelve inches away. A lot of people have asked me like how I could balance um, the people. So what I've done is I've gave them all Eternal Warrior. Okay. So um. Abandon can't go up and just one punch Loken in the face. Yeah, yeah. You know, and 
that, that's, that's it. That's, it. that's game over. Uh, that can't happen. Um, also, the other one is like, well, what happens if it's, say, like a world eater Praetor against Militia? Run the fuck away then. You only have to start within that 12 inches. 12 inches. You know, that's that's it. Am I right in thinking... What is this mission based on? Let's um, see if I'm right. It's, it's the Magnus versus Russ mission. Right, yes. Out the book. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, obviously, when that's two Primarchs, it can't end with yeah. one power fist to the face. Yeah. yeah. So that that's kind of how I've introduced it, is that you, you have Eternal Warrior. Yeah. Um, someone suggested hit and run, but like I said, if, if you don't want to fight, run the fuck away. Turn and run. Yeah. Yeah. Um, space Space Marines are these big heroes, but also they're strategic. So if it if it means run away and then you charge, do it. Yeah. You know, big fuck off, B. <laughs> is it a B or a fly? I think it's just a flyer. Um. And then, yeah, the legendary mission for that one, I have stolen another one from uh, Book 7. Ah, so hold on, hold on. This actually isn't the legendary. This no, is this is, is your su- this is your suggested mission yeah. for this round. Yeah. Yeah, I think I know what Apex Predator is, the, yeah. the legendary one. Yeah. Yeah. So, the, yeah, you're suggesting this one. It doesn't have to be Logan versus Abaddon, although no. you're going to want to see that. Yeah. I have a feeling your spreadsheet might have uh, <laughs> led certain people down that route if they yeah. have those characters, yeah. perhaps. Um, um, but you're also, this this is there as a suggestion for people to call out. Yeah. You, know, you don't necessarily need to retell that story yeah. with those characters. Yeah. Um, so, like, like I said, this, this event is being played in Cardiff. Um, I'm travelling all the way to Cardiff. Um Technically, not to play a game. Um, I'm going to sound selfish. Like, fuck, I'm travelling all that way not to play a game. <laughs> so, um, I've, I've called out Miles um, from Little Legend Studios for this round. Um, hence why I'm doing a, a loyalist Sons of Horus Force to mm-hmm. go up against his uh, Abaddon. Um, I'm hoping it will look sexy on the table. But other than that, I mean, I'm expecting to get boned. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that it that was one of the reasons why I wanted to see that loose um, abandon versus Logan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you want your like gaming payoff here yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the, I, don't, I, I don't think that sounds selfish at all. I think you put a lot of fucking work into this more or less out there on your own. I know you're going to have some help on the day uh, or over the weekend with yeah admin and, and taking care of things. So, yeah, just get your fucking game in, Keith. Okay? Yeah, I mean, I've <laughs> even things like that, like, because I'm I am having help on the day, I've even tried to make the spreadsheet as, as easy as possible. <laughs> so literally you, you type in what happened. So it's like legendary mission, traitors one, phase one. Yeah, that's all what really you need to be typed in, and it add up the points on there. Um, nice. Just to just to make it as easy. Like I've got this a little bit of extra time, so why not try and make the day as easy as possible? Yeah, you spread things out as well. You know, you're giving Sorry. yourself time as well as letting people play yeah. at a more leisurely pace. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what I've done there. Um, getting on to the legendary mission, I have chosen the Canis Vertex mission from book seven which for those of you that don't know 
it means one side gets a free titan. So one of the points in, in the books is the Deus Eri. Um Yeah. Yeah, well, the Ledger Mortis are down there. Yeah. On that, um, yeah. So, and in fact, it's like again the the culmination of the the actual yeah, battle is, it is is when the Titans it's come the, back into the fight. Yeah, yeah. It's the Titan crushing through the building that basically means the Baden and Loken's fight doesn't have a conclusion. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um. So again, how could something like that significant in the novels? not be put put in the, the campaign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and as luck would happen, again, <laughs> the Prospero book gave you a mission to yeah. basically just lift. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is. It's just literally I've lifted it from from there. Um, I've done it so, yeah, again, it's still an immobile Titan because getting a free Titan at any point's level is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we was discussing weapons earlier because I haven't put what weapons um, is on the Titan. And looking at it, this might sound ridiculous, but it does seem like the D weapon is the yeah, best Yeah, we option. think turbo lasers, which yeah. I think Mike Mike's Titan just has a turbo laser on it. Yeah. I'm not sure what the other gun is. I can't Mike remember. the plasma yeah. gun. Um, but because it's Centurion, like, yeah, we, yeah, when we looked at these profiles, I'm yeah, like, mm, it's like you don't really want a fucking yeah. inferno cannon that's gonna that's wipe it. out half an army <laughs> in one go. Yeah, and yeah. Um, where the the D weapons, the small, uh, the large blast, it isn't like the seven inch blast or anything yeah. like that. Um, so we're thinking like, if you space them out correctly, you're gonna get between three and five models. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with a scab the plasma gun is going to be nasty. Yeah. Um, the flamer is going to be nasty, the especially. Flamer, I think, is probably. Well, the, those two are going to be the nastiest. Like yep. even that Vulcan Mega Bolter is yeah, going to kill a lot. It's fifteen shots AP three. I don't so. think like it doesn't shoot. Does the mission like like reduce its ballistic skill or something like that? No, it's just immobile. It's just immobile it? with yeah. one void shield. Okay. Uh, that doesn't reignite yeah, once you yeah. take that is. They're all going to be nasty. Um, yeah. Again, have you you've made this a doubles? Have you? I've made this a doubles, and one of the things that I am planning on is the the least successful um, traitors on the on the day is going to be the ones that get the titan, and they're going to go up against the 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 best. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's, I think something else to talk about. We'll we'll finish the missions, yeah. but you are doing kind of Swiss yeah. system here to match people yeah. throughout the weekend, and this is gonna put what would seem to be the weakest armies yeah. um, up against the strongest yeah. on the loyalist side. Yeah. 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 Um, which on paper would look a little bit dodgy. If you didn't include again free titan, like, yeah, <laughs> you don't include the free titan. Um, so I think that that be the that that's my plan anyway. Um, who knows what the the day will bring? 
it might end up that everyone ends up being on level points at some point. <laughs> Just, you can't bank for that. No. You know, if it happens, it happens. Um, so. <laughs> and then, yeah, we're on to the last mission. Uh, now again, sorry, just with that Apex Predator one, because we yeah. play tested this yeah. way before when we were look, you were looking at the Prospero yeah. stuff, right? Again, if you kill the Titan, it's game over, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, which we found out is actually, it's not impossible, but it's a lot harder than I first uh, imagined. The, the lists were really mad. Like, I remember this game. Yeah. The problem was you were playing Wolves, and I just put the plasma or whatever it was like a yeah. titan weapon on your heavy weapon squad yeah and then used my army as a roadblock yeah to stop you from punching the titan to death yeah. which you still could have done yeah because um, you did get like a praetor in contact I got a praetor at and some point even though my praetor has already taken down two titans a third one was not <laughs> it was too much too much yeah, yeah, yeah. so he got squashed it is it is doable and it, it would depend on this and, yeah and, you know the, the, yeah. all the vagaries of a game for the game yeah yeah i mean you never know you might end up having someone who's got a random deep striking unit and just drop it next to it yeah 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 you know yeah um and then we're on to the last mission um which is the the bit reigns um so yeah, again, we've got three different mission choices, um, which I can't remember any of them. <laughs> <laughs> is it not on your mission pack? It isn't on this one. It just tells okay, you... Okay, okay. This, but this, this, is, this is the final phase from the book, right? Yeah, the final phase where it is really... Every, everything happens. It's, it's just all about winning. And that is basically how the how I've worked it so literally you win that final like whichever side wins that final phase yeah wins the whole campaign does this still have like legendary suggested yeah, yeah so just trying to have a look the legendary mission is uh, death of gods and angels and um, it's basically you divide um, deployment is 12 inches and it is just literally run um, so what have I wrote here it's divided into two 12 inch deployment zones at the start of um, at the start of both short edges which is a traitor's uh, deployment zone so it's literally traitor's either end loyalists ah uh, yeah yeah so it's surrounded yeah um, and it isn't like the um What's the ambush? ambush? Yeah, it's not like ambush. It is literally a straight line in the middle. Yeah. In the middle, um, they the loyalists can like they have a centre bit of terrain um, that they basically have to protect, and that's sure. Yeah. So this is this is the final fall of the this, this is right? yeah, yeah. This is it where. Uh, where it all ends. Yeah, yeah. Uh, traitors automatically have first turn unless loyalists seize. Right. Um, it is literally um, survive. Is it a question of like if there's any yeah. loyalists left? They yeah. Um, how, do, how does this work? So basically, you end up. Where is it? 
so you get uh, one victory point for each enemy model uh, destroyed or falling back. Um, and then... Oh, is that it? <laughs> okay. Yeah, it is literally kill point mission. Okay, alright. Um, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, in that little building thing in the middle, the loyalists are all fearless, uh, but they can't go to ground. Um, and yeah, it is just literally run away to the so nearest there's not a, Yeah, there's not a huge amount to this mission, but obviously what's going to happen here, like everything's, everything over the course of the weekend is hinged on this mission. But yes, that's the point I was going to yeah. make. You've got stacked bonuses coming in. Yeah. That is going to make a big deal. Um, it's really going to change how this game looks. Yeah. Um, for one side or the other. That's it. I mean, I think like there's bonuses where um, uh, like a unit can gain deep strike, or if they've got deep strike, they can deep strike and assault. You know, there's That's there's like things like that yeah, that yeah. Um, that can just open it all up. Um, yeah, the um, the traitors they do get uh, basically a autumn bombardment. Um, D3, strength 6. Um, at the start of the game, large blast. So that can make a little bit of a mess. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So I actually, I think, and this is probably, should be the case, I think it's hard for the loyalists to win this. Just look yeah. at some of those legendary, you know, you've got Angron, you've got yeah. the Titans. I know that there's a certain amount built in to offset that. Yeah. Um, some of those legendary missions in particular are going to tip the balance. Yes. It's going to make it more likely that the traitors stack a few advantages. Yeah. And then when it's just pure kill points at the end. Yeah. Um, but so, I don't, intuitively, I don't feel like it's out of the loyalists' hands. No. Which I mean, it shouldn't be. So. I, I might be surprised if they come out on top. I'll be surprised if they come out on top. Um, what I feel is going to sound just how I'm thinking of it as a, a gaming thing. Um, expect to lose a legendary, win all the others. Yeah, 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 sure. That, yeah, yeah. You know, um, yeah. <laughs> just, just think about it. Maybe there's only one. ever one or two players involved in the legendary yeah. each round. Yeah. 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 So, um... Because it's you only get. Yeah, I keep forgetting how many people have booked tickets. Like yeah. those legendaries are going to be really cool, big moments that the traitors probably should win. Yeah. In most cases, uh, if not in all cases, but actually, it doesn't heavily stack towards them. No. Compared to um, all the other games that are going to be going on. So, like obviously they get more points, but. If they win them, because it, there's a difference between victory points and campaign points. Right. So, victory points is what you get during the game. In the game. Cam point, campaign points is what you earn for winning that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you could literally destroy. Um, you, you could get the, like 20 victory points. Yeah. But you but, only get a set amount yeah. of campaign um, points based on the type of mission you're playing. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, the legendary missions, you can wipe them out to a man, you'd only get seven points. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, in theory, yes, you're going to need to compensate that. You're going to need to win 
two or three games. Two or three. Like it'd be two of the suggested and one, one. of, of yeah. the others. Yeah. Two of seven. That's not look when it's just down to standard missions that we all know and love. That's yeah. that's not going to be a hard ask. No, you know. So, um, but yeah, that's that's basically how how it would work. You, you'd have to win three of the other games to compensate for losing that one. And you're you're doing a Swiss system, which should help to level yes. the, the general playing field. Yeah. from round two. Um, the the Swiss I had to do. Um, mainly because we went to a attrition that done a Swiss pairing. I love Swiss pairing because it means you play generally people at your own at your own mindset of how you want to play the game. Um, and what confirmed that is I went to the London GT, and every round was already premeditated who you was going to play. Right. Um, so when it was, I took. All infantry imperial fists, and one of the missions, the the traitors got an extra five hundred points. Um, and I was playing word bearers, that was all galvor back and Lorgar. In drop pods. As uh, serrated sun, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, why my, <laughs> my opponent was a fantastic guy, and I think I ended up giving him like my favourite game vote. Um. That that was hard to <laughs> to take, <laughs> you know, um, especially as like the drop pods like cause fear or something every time they land or something like you have to take a leadership check if it's within a certain radius, and I am renowned for failing leadership checks, <laughs> so literally everything that was in range to shoot them back when they dropped couldn't shoot because they failed their leadership. Ugh. So. I was like, Swiss parents has to has to go in. I think it would make the day a lot more fun, and the people who want to be a little bit more competitive can play someone else who's yeah, a little bit more yeah, competitive. Yeah. Um, I think it's a really important thing to take into account. Yeah. Like, um, you're just going to have different mindsets. Yeah. Different levels of um, competitiveness, army list building, that kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Um, like you said earlier, is like I I wrote a really harsh Sons of Horus list, um, but also if you saw that list on paper, but didn't take in the the game and ability of someone like me that has no ability whatsoever, <laughs> it would. Be, you show yourself short a bit there, but I know yeah. I know what you're saying. It's like if I if I was playing. I, I'm just one of these. If I was playing someone who was competitive, I would play competitive. Someone who's yeah. there for a bit of fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, if the foot is off the gas and it would just be a little bit of fun. I would do yeah. something stupid like trying to blow up a... Well, what I was, what, here's the thing. What I'll say about the the list that you have written that you want to uh, try out next week. Yeah. It, it doesn't have... like When I think of competitive lists, I think like tournament. And then there's usually some like gimmick to it yeah now obviously traditionally that's more like 40k heresy yeah. has some certain inbuilt defenses against that in yeah. the way the game is designed yeah i always think there's something a bit gimmicky that you perhaps don't, you don't realize until you play the army yeah and then you realize how all the pieces come together like that yeah. to me is like a more competitive list what mm. like what yours is is like you've just chosen like loads of good stuff 
it's hard to counter, right? Yeah. It's not quite... Like, there's, there's no surprise there. It's just like, Meltavets are going to come after all my armour yeah. and Horus is and the Thunderhawk are going to batter things, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it, there's no subtlety to no that. Su- there no subtlety. I think there's a difference there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but... Yeah, that's basically the the plan for the wildly off topic. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you will find out how that game goes at some point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I will have to admit that when I've run my drop pod list previous events, it's never really been that successful. They're a tricky one. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's great having all this theory on how it should work. If it works, it never actually works the way you think it <laughs> um but yeah that's that's the layout for aristotle free event um when is it again cave tell everyone so it is the 30th of april 1st of may may bank holiday in uh firestorm games in cardiff and there's how many tickets still available uh there is currently i think about six to eight tickets so um yeah because of uh changing dates stuff like that um there was a big panic about uh potential another lockdown so a few people were pulled out and cardiff or cardiff wales is actually pretty yeah yeah so they were still they went into yeah. lockdown again this winter didn't they? yeah we never really did we had work from home directives and shit yeah. but yeah, yeah um they end up being quite tight um, unless there's rugby being played and then all of a sudden it opens everything up. <laughs> Three R's, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, that's the plan for that one. Um, and then, yeah, I'm planning to eventually follow the books again and do Istvan 5. Yeah, so this, this fucking nutter who's in the midst of planning by far the biggest event that any of us has ever um <laughs> you know organized uh with these 30 page uh, <laughs> mission pack and and 26 fucking characters he's already not only planning book two's isfan 5 campaign but he's just off mic been talking me through his like mad scheme to do all the books eventually and yeah one way or another there will be some surprises along the way from the sounds of it, but. <laughs> yeah um like i love going to events i absolutely love them and i love people who they make up their own planets they make up their own backgrounds and everything like that to build around them and no one ever uses the re- the resource of why we got into this hobby to start off with and go through these black yeah books. I think that's true and I think that's a shame as much as I was like oh I never read these and Keith hates me for it like <laughs> it is when you put it like that it is a shame yeah um, I'm like why not be the snowflake in the in the group and <laughs> keep keep with the boring stuff that's already pre-written for me <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, just I end up taking it a little bit further than what initially I thought. Um, but yeah, Instagram Five is going to be next. Um, we have a few ideas on how it's going to be, but it's going to be a bigger point set because my idea is that yeah, these people who built armies specifically for 
Istvan 3 can now add to them for the Istvan 5. What I really like about this, it shows the different mentality of different gamers and the, the different people on this podcast that we both agreed that upping the points was a good idea. and We both just instinctively went for different reasons. You were like, this is the thing that the people coming to my event will enjoy and they can build on their hobby yeah. project. And I was like, Istvan 5 is supposed to be much fucking bigger. <laughs> like, yeah. like, that's what the story of the battle is. Right? Yeah. It's, it's like an apocalypse. So yeah. the games need to be bigger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I was that's... like, I don't care about their projects. <laughs> I, want, I want to see like more super heavies on the board. <laughs> um, but yeah, as we work out more and more with that, it will get released. I need to work out a date to actually do it. Well, I th- like, don't let me tell you how to do it, but like, get this one sorted, yeah. done. You know, everyone's at, you know, get some feedback maybe yes. and, and that kind of thing. But I know you want to push on with this round five pretty soon as well, didn't you? Then? Yeah, I'm just going to get everything in place and then, um, yeah, get some feedback on different things that need to be changed, what I can do better, what I can be work do well, what I'll- yeah, what I can what do better. What you can do worse. Any suggestions for doing things worse, guys? <laughs> yeah. um, but I, I like to try and think that I, I try and sort out everything. Yeah. Um, I've, try, I've tried different ways of running events. Um, so hopefully I've, I've learned. And I, like I said, I go to quite a few events, so... Um, Hopefully I can see what I like by them. Yeah, what works, what doesn't. Um, yeah, so that's that's it. Yeah. Are we going to call it a, a day there? Or? Yeah, we're going to have a quick break here. We'll come back for our wrap-up. Thanks for uh, thanks for fucking bearing with us over the last <laughs> couple of years. Um. <laughs> so, 
Come into that. The other day, I thought I will have a look at the the stats of last year. Um, of oh yeah, stats of people listening to our episodes. Yeah. Um, so no, like we are way down on when we was releasing episodes, way down. Yeah. But we still got like I think it was like five thousand downloads or something at some point. Okay. And it's like we haven't released anything for literally the whole of that year. <laughs> <laughs> and we still manage a, a figure like that so yeah, it's yeah, cool. yeah. I want to I yeah. say thank you for, for people like that probably say like half of them was probably me but <laughs> we're, we're not going to You're that giving the game away <laughs> god damn it <laughs> so every now and then I listen to an episode it's like oh yeah we did do that, that was actually a pretty good episode I was like quite pleased with that one um, <laughs> But yeah, the episodes are probably going to change uh, in the future because um, obviously Mike has, um, he's a dad, so gaming is now his second second thing in his second life. Second child. <laughs> second child. <laughs> uh, and obviously he lives in Ipswich, so he's only going to be able to pop in every now and then. Um, I'm hoping to get guests, so it's going to be more like a, just two guys chatting shit. Um, yeah, and, but I feel like people are going to get sick of listening to me and you. They probably are. So yeah, I am good. Gonna... That's what. Yeah, I mean, you you were talking to me before about. Yeah, I'm going to try and get some guests. Um, hopefully, some celebrities within the within the community. No one saw me do the air quotes there, but they they me. did because they heard the way you said it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, try and get people, other people onto the, the podcast and try and get podcasts out more regular. Um, I think I've, I've worked out a way of so we can do this. Um, and yeah, it's it's been a bit hard for the last 18 months to get us all together and yeah, actually... Yeah, I think what I'd like to see a bit more as well is just like, before, you know, we did take this big break, we were playing more games here with other people coming on. Like Warren came along a couple yeah. of times. A couple of chaps from a gaming club ran here, right? Did yeah. You invite um, Brown at some point. Like, yeah. Like I've got to actually <laughs> have a fucking like group again yeah. would, would be pretty good. If <laughs> yeah. I'm being honest, I'm I think like, that's that, that's been one of the issues. Is if some of our like I hate this word, but content. Um, becomes less about me and you waffling at each other for an hour <laughs> and more about other people being engaged in what we're doing yeah. as gamers, yeah. then I think that would be really cool. Yeah. Um, um, so, yeah, there's a there's a gaming club that's local to me. Um, don't even know what the name is. They meet up at the Church on the Hill in Stanford. <laughs> oh, the Church on the Hill, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there's not a single name in any of that. <laughs> it's a church on the hill. In yeah. a town. Yeah. By the road? <laughs> yeah, you, you know where it is. You go around the one-way system like, a million times to find it. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's some guys at the uh, Stanford Lee Hope Gaming Club, I think it's called, something like that. They're, they are on Facebook. Um somewhere um yeah i'm gonna try and get some of them guys on because they're gonna probably become more of my regular opponents when i'm allowed out on a sunday um cool 
but yeah, I'm planning to get some guests. Um, have Lyle come round a bit more. Yeah. Because I know he loves sitting in my cold garage. <laughs> <laughs> Shit's going to get warmer though. It'll be fine. Yeah. It'll be all right. So. And we are going to... Like, I'm going to insist that Keith gets more heaters. Yeah, I think that that's going to be a, a big plus. Is uh, <laughs> more heaters. Uh, sh- you know, the weather will get better. That's it. Um, give it more. You've got a few plans about lighting and stuff in here as well, haven't you? Yeah. Um, Again... It's radio. They can't hit. They can't see <laughs> yeah. what we're indicating. But yeah. Uh, well, that's it. Give it what another four months, and we'll be starting to complain how hot it gets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be sitting here in like uh, a white be- wife beater vest and yeah, shorts, and yeah, we can't yeah. take any more layers it's off. Too much, right? it's too much. And there's like six people in here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah this was a uh, this was great fun. Yeah. Holding the game. Yeah. I feel like you can tell that we're a little bit out of practice with it, but other than that, <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's the signing off, right? Yeah, that's. Right. I, I opened up, so you can sign off. All right. Um, well, you know, thanks for joining us again. I hope everyone's <laughs> doing fucking well. Yep. Because I've missed you guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck off. Yeah. See you later, guys. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the More of All podcast. If you would like to follow us on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to us on SoundCloud and iTunes. If you would like to get in contact with us, you can always email us on podcast at themorneofall30k.com.